Hi guys and welcome to your seats at the the what about love Got my tongue in a twist. <laughs> oh, no. okay. You can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Twist that anyway, motherfucking tongue. This is the mini sode where we read out your dilemmas, your problems, your issues, everything you're going through, your situations, mm. everything. And we try to help you. Well, we try our best. Isn't it? Yeah. If you think you can um, give better advice than us, please use the hashtag The Receipts Podcast. Podcast. And if you have a problem, you can email us mm-hmm. at keeptherecipts at gmail.com. I repeat, that's keeptherecipts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, keep the email short, guys. Thanks. Straight yeah. to the point. <laughs> really love that. You see how you men want relationships that are straight to the point. That's how we want our emails, please. <laughs> Direct. So bus your, shots like you're active. It's your right, mamacita right. Milena Sanchez. Audrey, formerly known as Garner's Finest. And it's your girl, Tolly T. Okay, let's go. Dear Tolly, Audrey and Milena. Hey, friend. Hey, boo. I'd just like to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. You're all so fab. Thank you. Me and my girls can't get enough of you. I swear Mm -hmm. we talk about the podcast every day. Yes. I can't come and die as my new motto. Mm -hmm. Bop, bop. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Right, right. Thank you so much. You're so inspirational and entertaining. All right, boom. Boom. All right, boom. (laughs) So my dilemma might be a bit long. Sorry in advance. (sighs) (laughs) Some context. I'm 17 from London and the youngest of four kids. Since I was young, my parents told me their story. My mum got pregnant at 17. My dad came from a religious family, so he kept it a secret. Two daughters late, no, two daughters later, my dad finally told his parents who were now balling and my granddad gave him, gave him a choice, either go with the, with, Either go with the girl with two bastard kids or marry someone of their choosing and have the inheritance in YGM. Damn. What's YGM? I don't know, sis. Uh, I just read it as young money. (laughs) It must be some... (laughs) Young money management. (laughs) (laughs) It must be some rich banking place that we don't know. Anyway, my dad picked my mum and therefore got disowned and financially cut off. Damn, he's Uh, a real one, boy. I love... (laughs) Um, my mum then refused to marry him and oh. he's homeless and broke. <laughs> it's not funny, it's not funny, but she can put it over. He then worked his ass off and bought my mum a house and a, as a proposal. Fucking money That's moves. what we're talking about. That's, that's that interesting mindset, Stop bruv. talking. Stop talking. Money moves. Then me and my older brother came along. I, so this was the story I was always told and was proud to retail as it's quite unusual for a Pakistani couple if YGM. Okay, I don't know what that means. My older sister is 12 years older than me, so there's, significant, so there's a significant age gap. They also look a bit different. They also have different surnames. However, I was told it was my mum's maiden name. So in November 2017, I was looking through old baby pictures and through old baby pictures and that and came across birth certificates. Plot twist. My sisters have a different dad to me. Oh, oh shit. Oh, damn. I know, right? So I was shooketh. <laughs> it's like she can hear our reactions. I know, right? So I was shooketh. I mean, I always knew there was something off. They didn't look like me and my brother, but little old me never thought anything of it. I deeped it and all these little things from my life started to add up. Like there's no pictures of my dad in them when they were born. Little bits of conversations that now make sense. So fast forwards to like March 2018, I plucked up the courage to ask my Mm mum about this as it was playing on my mind every night for months, but I was too scared to approach it. Like, rah, my whole life is really a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So when I asked my mum, she said, I'm not telling you. Oh. Oh. 
she was like, my story is complicated and I don't want to tell you. I was so highly offended. She clearly doesn't rate me. Yeah, go in face business. Then she acted like nothing happened and kept it moving. I don't know where to go from here. Like my mum asked me what I want for dinner and I said the truth. (laughs) 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 The backhand I received was not worth it. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Like I said to her, there's nothing she could say that can change anything. And my dad is the most amazing dad. And I know that, and I know he's their dad, no matter what. The thing is, I don't know if my sisters know. Oh. Oh. I mean, they're big women, so they should. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I should add that my mum had a a different surname on their birth certificate. So apparently she's been married before. To make it worse, I think I have an idea who the dad is. (laughs) Uh -uh. Sis. My mum has this sister she don't speak, speak to like at all. We were out shopping once and my mum slapped this woman on the face. What the fuck is going on? This sounds like a movie. It really does. My mum has this, I need to repeat that line. My mum has this sister she don't speak to like at all. Like we were out shopping once and my mum slapped this woman on her face. And she was like, oh, by the way, that's my sister. What the fuck? And I feel like the sister's husband may be the father. Oh, she's just... I don't know why, but I have a strong feeling. The surname's also the same as the sister's kids, a.k.a. my cousins. Ooh. Wow, this is juicy, boy. I don't even know. Um, I don't know. I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Everyone's moving mad. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. I was close to sending a photo of the birth certificate into our family group chat and watch the table shake, but my friends advised me against that. Good friends. Do I keep all do I keep asking or wait till they're ready to tell me? Should I ask my dad? Even though I feel like it's my mum's story to tell, he's not the one who has kid who has kids with another woman. Well, at least to my knowledge, anything's possible. I'm a big woman and I feel like I deserve to know. I guess my question is just where do we go from here? Anyways, thanks for taking the time to read this. Keep shining. Thanks again for being our honorary older sisters. Much love Aww. from me and my friends. Thank you and God bless you. Aww. Aww. That's a really interesting email. That wow. really interesting. It's like a lot of pieces to the puzzle and stuff like that. Do you know what it's I say? mad juicy. Do you know, I used to always used to wish that, like, I found out that I was my mum's child. I, I used to, I remember, I used me to too. Always, I used to think that all the time. I used to always wish. I was adopted. Like, I where's my, where's that, my like, real family? I love my mum. It's not that fun, guys. But I just wanted to be like, yeah, that would be such a fun story. And I remember when sitting in the shit line and there's this woman sat across me and it's like that's her mum she looked like me bare so I was like that's her mum that's, that's my mum I was like yeah that's I'm my mum I think that's like a normal thing like, though. I just wanted to, like a juicy story because it was like I used to proper like imagine I used to be like oh what if that, oh, this isn't even my real family yeah. what if my real family someplace yeah, exactly. else and they're rich and I'm not even me and be, my best friend like, used to here. wish that Oprah would adopt us oh, <laughs> like, we used to make up this like stupid story it's like oh, yeah and then Oprah can adopt us but because we love our parents we'll still give them money every month but like we just used to make up dumb stories so this like sounds like I would have loved this shit when I was younger if it happened to my family this is actually happening do you know what I think like at the end of the day like what I'm glad about is that you do have like a lovely solid foundation no matter what happens Mm. like these people are your actual family and they love each other and they love each other but I understand like wanting to know the mystery but what I will say is that 
you're not alone. Every single family has fucking secrets. Yeah, yeah but like, that was mad though. I mean, this is this is wild. This is wild. But every single family every single, has but secrets. Yeah. Uh, no family is perfect. Definitely things our parents are going to take to the grave that you absolutely. Never Do you know what I'm saying? That my mum's adopted, and um, nobody knows anything about her parents yeah. at mm. all. Like literally nothing at all. And the only person that knew was my adopted uh, my adoptive grandma, mm. and she was like, "I will never tell you the story." And I will take it to my grave, and that's what she done. Really? I can't lie. There's certain things that nobody ever, about me that nobody will ever mm. know. Yeah, only me and God, like, like only me and God yeah, know it, and, and that's all. That's yeah, but that's happen. someone's whole life. Like, sis, she she knows that's her dad. You have to mm. mind your. This is honestly. Sometimes like, stay out of growing folks' business. Stay out of growing folks. Honestly, if I was in that situation. I, I wouldn't ask digging. any questions Just stop digging I wouldn't ask you know any what questions it is? At the end of the day right You're a grown woman You obviously come from A loving family And a loving home And stuff like that mm. If it if it was something That your parents wanted you To know you would know yeah, Because parents I'll Like stop, our yeah. families They tell us pieces Of our history And stuff like that But sometimes They are protecting you From certain things yeah. I'm not saying It's going to be Anything wild You could also Just be like in, like making all of this stuff up Do you know what I mean It could also but just that's be what happens. like It could also just be like Not that deep It could just be like One like I mean her mum slapped member. her So oh, it's yeah. probably, it probably is quite deep that, Her mum loves like, to slap boy Yeah her mum proper slaps her But <laughs> Her mum doesn't slaps her sister But you know A lot of people don't get on with their families Get on with their sisters And stuff like that But I just think you should just stop digging just I think Enjoy digging. your life Just be appreciative for the wonderful family that you have And anything that you were meant to know You will know Yeah and I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes Stop digging because you don't have the trauma You're being back up for your mum Exactly Exactly Do you know what I mean yeah, Sometimes yeah. you want to know Because you're nosy Because what is her knowing going to do exactly. for her? Just it's so you know. But you don't understand her trauma. This might bring you back from your mum. You don't know what she's been through or whatever. I would mm-hmm. stop asking. I'll never forget that I found my mum's like divorce papers. I didn't mm. know my mum was divorced. Oh, I honestly really? think mum and dad were just separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, you man fully like mm. ended wow. stuff. I, yeah. I never asked about it. And by the tone yeah, of your email, I don't think this is something that's like making you like that upset. You just want to know for <laughs> Yeah, for, 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 for being nosy. You just want to know. You just want the drama because you're like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just forget about it. Just yeah, like, leave them. Leave yeah. your mum alone. Leave your leave, let your family be. Leave yeah, your mum alone. She might resurface some emotion she doesn't want. Yeah, to no, it's deal true. With. We forget that our mums are like women. They're fully fashion, women. Right? Yeah. yeah, fully women. So yeah, shit went down before some of us were born. You know. So yeah, I say leave her. <laughs> Hi ladies, thank you for your podcast. You are amazing. Apologies in advance about the long email. I'm a 28-year-old wife and a mum of two who just returned from maternity leave. I'm trying to find my lane career-wise in a male-dominated field. At the same time as balancing my chronic illness, a husband, a toddler, a boy in reception, my parents and my in-laws. A week ago, I felt like I completely lost my source. I didn't even have a drizzle left. Like, the end of the ketchup bottle when it makes the fart noise (laughs) listening to the podcast made me feel like I'm not the only one and it's normal that I put my kids first thank you Milena I cried with you oh guys Um, I have two questions in regards to motherhood you know that moment you feel useless you look at the mirror at your deflated breasts and chubby belly whilst wearing a baby sick on your shoulder how do you get your source back if the only thing if the only thing you are doing is looking after a bundle of joy and you deem yourself useless in all other things, what do you recommend mums do when they feel deflated? In regards to being a wife, I think I have an unhealthy relationship with my in-laws and parents. I'm too polite and don't know where to draw the line. I tend to put their needs in front of mine and I know I don't always have to, I, I don't always have to even though I love them. 
in the last episode, Audrey mentioned that I need yeah, to leave to cleave. I think. <laughs> oh, what? Could you elaborate, please? What does okay. it look like when you haven't left? What does cleaving look like? Mm. Thank you for taking the time out to read this. I hope your advice will help all other new mums, your loyal listener. Aww. Do you know what I think? And I say this all the time. There's so much pressure for us to get back to, you know, our old bodies, oh, get back mm. to our old lives. It's and, immense. you know, oh my God, I wish if I, if I could go back just to spend all that extra time with Catalea. I know it's easier said than done, especially when, when you've got a baby there crying and you don't know why they're crying and you feel frustrated and you're at home 24-7 with this, this baby and you don't know how to give them that love. I get it. I fully, fully get it. And trust me, there was times that, obviously I had postnatal depression. So I sat there and I'd look at her and I would just literally cry. I went on holiday for two weeks because I physically just couldn't be a mum. Yeah. I didn't know how to be a mum. Um, I just think don't put so much pressure on yourself to just become the person that you were like your life has changed you've got mm-hmm. this new responsibility um, everything will come with time so in terms of like your body girl we made a whole ass human being honestly we made a whole ass human being like we are fucking amazing like, I haven't literally. made diddly and I've got a chubby belly <laughs> and saggy boobs so bro <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so and I think you just have to try and um Find a balance. That's it. Just try mm. and find a balance. I try really, really hard to spend as much time as I can with Catalea and also work and do the podcast and I'm no one's girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, uh, co-parent with my baby daddy. Mm. So yeah, I get it. Like we mm. are playing all of these roles, but mm. remember we are us first. Absolutely. So we actually need to take that time, even if it's 10 minutes, just take it for yourself. When she's having a nap, yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't know if it was a she, he. Um, but when Catalea was having a nap, I'd always sit there and think, Okay, what do I do? Do I sleep? Mm. Or do I do what I need to do? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'd yeah. always end up just doing what I needed to do and not taking those always 10 sleep, minutes bro. out Mm-mm-mm. for myself. Always, sleep, always sleep. sleep. And looking back now, I should have taken that 10 minutes. Mm-mm-mm. I should have just sat down, done nothing, and just been there with my own thoughts mm. and I would have been cool. Yeah, but instead, man. you feel like you're constantly you on the go busy, and you don't yeah. get a moment. Yeah. So... Literally, just take 10 minutes, breathe. You're doing an absolutely amazing job. Being a mom is such a hard thing to do, but it's really rewarding as well. So mm. just take the moments that you need to take. And also, if um, you're married, you said you're married, just say to your husband, you're having Bruh. your child for one night. Let Bruh. me go out with my girls. Yeah. Bruh, you need, like, honestly, I'm not a mom or anything, but I totally, totally, totally agree with everything Melena just said. Like, first of all, the, I just want to go back to the comment that you made about being useless. Sis, running a household <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> is not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any kids. I run my household and it's bloody hard work, mate. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that for now. And it's just me and my grown ass husband <laughs> so I don't know how people do it with kids I can't even imagine what my life is going to be like when I have kids because it's, it's, it's hard enough as it is so you are not useless like nope. yeah. your household wouldn't function if you were not there mm-hmm. for one. so just like get that out of your head two I definitely think you need to take some time out like and I feel like you're lucky you've got um, a husband and you've got in-laws and you've got your parents there's enough people that can babysit so that you can have mm-hmm. a night out so that you can do something for yourself even if it's like go to the spot and I know it's easier said than done because sometimes mums have that attachment thing where it's yeah. like you have this guilt but I feel like like Melena said maybe start with 10 minutes and then take an hour and then t- try and take out mm-hmm. as much time as possible even if it's just 10 minutes for the day to just do something that you want to do mm-hmm. but like yeah like as far as your body goes like sis please 
please don't don't yeah and no i feel pressure. like fuck all of this instagram you've just had a baby expanded in ways that's never expanded before like it's your going, whole body rearranged for a whole year the whole entire it's miracle it's going to look mad it's going to be mad mm. like i haven't got any kids or anything but i've already practiced like I know for fact I'm going to be leaving them anyhow with my mum. Me too. I do. I cannot come and die. Absolutely. I do. And people cost. Do you know how many times I've had people message me, be like, oh, you're a shit mum because you're always out, you're doing this, bruv. I'm out here just trying to get my shit together. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think I can be a good mother if I don't. If I'm not okay. If I'm not okay. That's just me being completely honest. If I don't have some me time, I don't think it will be possible mm-hmm. for me to be a good mum. So just, I'm just and saying. there are mums that can be with their child. Yeah, I just think it depends on the woman. Motherhood, like life, it's, it's just different. Mm. Everyone parents different. There's mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. right way to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, please! Everyone is so judgmental when it comes to mums. How about shut the fuck up and let's all come together and support each other? Yeah. Like, how about that? Like, like, and it's okay to kids. not like. I know it sounds dumb, but I don't feel like I like my kids all the time. Me no, I, I don't. feel like, oh, you're fucking annoying no, I'm going to need me time, you know. Like, shut I'm just up. putting it out there. <laughs> I, I literally feel like, I'm like, shut up, man. If I have a baby and you see me in the club, please don't be surprised. I'm no. I think it was like a tweet or something. And someone was like, this, like a baby was crying. Was it me? That can't even remember what happened. They they saw a baby crying in the bus and the mum goes, this is what I don't like about you. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I want to be like, honestly, trust me. I'm like that as well. And like my like family members are like, oh, can I take for the weekend I'm just like yeah just yeah, take her yeah. and then people are like oh what she actually went for a whole weekend yes she fucking went for a whole yeah, weekend yeah. and I'm happy let me live also what I was gonna say is it's so important to take that time out because you may not you may think because she's a baby he or she sorry I keep referring to she because they're a baby they they don't understand they don't get it they can't talk back to you or whatever but babies they're, they're sponges yeah. so it's that energy that that is like coming out of you they will they feel it yeah feel subconsciously the they mm. will grasp onto that so girl take the time out Please. you're doing amazing <clears throat> can you elaborate can you on elaborate the cleave on the oh yeah the cleave I even forgot that I said that yeah so basically leaving to cleave just basically means that like this idea of like really leaving the home and like starting a new home so mm. so like if you're so from what my pastor was saying is like if you're still like very very reliant on like your parents for things and like when we say reliant is it's that not both like, ways as well is that for your husband as well yeah exactly yeah. and it's like um it's not necessarily like your parents looking after the kids and stuff like that absolutely not because that's different like grandparents are there to help but it's more stuff like if you're financially dependent on them like if you have a problem and the first person you call is like your your parents and not your husband kind of thing like it's more though it's more those kind of issues but I don't think that you I don't it doesn't sound to me like you have any issues Cleveland because you're fully functioning like she said that she has an unhealthy relationship with her in-laws yeah you need to stop trying to she please them to yeah you need to stop trying to please them you need to understand you are, the, you are the queen <laughs> of your castle and that's another thing my pastor was saying he was basically just like and I don't know how deep this runs with your relationship with your in-laws but you can't let your in-laws like run your household like you need to understand they need to understand that this is how you run your household and they have to respect it so things like for example like your mum shouldn't your mum okay your mum can have a key but she shouldn't feel free to like run your house I don't think your mum yeah, my, my, I mean, like, even better. If they, even if they, they don't, house, even be better if they don't, because the only reason why I can understand why they might is if oh, they like, might want like emergency. Like for, like, yeah, like even if she has mm. it, and you're coming to my house. That's not an emergency. You still knock. need to call. Oh, knock yeah, on call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't feel like you can just turn up yeah. and walk in. But like, if your mother-in-law is just rocking up to the house as and when she pleases, no, like this is your household. You need to set some boundaries for your household. So that's basically what. 
I was talking about and I was just like regurgitating what my pastor said basically. But so yeah, just like set the set the boundaries for your own household. Don't let people come in and out and start telling you what to do, how to do things and like feeling that they have too much say. Yeah. I'm you a know? firm believer, it's probably bad advice. I'm a firm believer in losing it on someone one time and they'll know. <laughs> I know it sounds like just, just like fuck off, man. Mm. <laughs> from that let moment people, they know. know your it's not work with your child <laughs> obviously do not do not tell your mother-in-law to fuck off man no, but just be like mommy please ah. <laughs> yeah sometimes that's my respectful going herself. off ah, ah, mommy ah. <laughs> that's it imagine? and then they get the point so anyway daddy's issue a response to mother's love okay Hi ladies, I love listening to the uh, to the advice you give the others and being that friend that usually gives advice to everyone else. I never imagined there'll come one day I myself would be writing to you guys. This has come off the back of your previous episode where you were got talking about your single mother upbringings and seriously, so much of it resonated with me. The whole thing was just like, how do you know my life? Mm. Anyway, it made me start thinking about the flip side in terms of my absent fathers and the ideology of daddy issues, which is definitely something I've been going through all my teen and young adult life. I'm 23 now. Just for background, my parents split at 18 years old when I was about one and got back together when I was seven or eight. They are married now for almost 10 years Aww. and I have four younger siblings, two of which are from my dad's other relationships in between the split. My childhood was pure bliss, Aww. just my mum and I, and I don't remember ever feeling like I lacked not having him around. Yeah. What I do remember so vividly is when they got back together, I would dread coming home from school and him being there. Over the years that my dad has been present, it's almost been strenuous, it's, it's been quite a strenuous relationship. We don't necessarily argue or fight, it's just very, very awkward. We don't ever have strong, sustainable conversations. I often, over the years, felt like he doesn't really know or fully understand me and most likely vice versa. And I've even described it in the past as feeling like he was my stepdad and only my biological dad to my younger brother and sister. Aside from the general resentment I have towards him for not being around, he also had what my parents are calling an emotional affair about three to four years ago with a relative on my mum's side, by the way. Boy! Which honestly made me feel completely done with him And we didn't speak oh. for some time Although I live in the same house My parents had counselled and worked out their issues But I feel like I was left out of that conversation Never considered on how it might have affected me As the eldest and only child in the house To be fully aware of what happened It affected me in a way where I even went to counselling for myself Having almost lost my granddad that same year And being very... And being from a mostly female family, this heightened my sense of not having a strong male role model and like a genuine male affection. Every time I do get to a place where I feel like our relationship is in a good space, he could simply look at me the wrong way, breathe heavily, the smallest of things can trigger a whole hate campaign against him. And I know that's deeply rooted in resentment. However, in recent months, although we are not necessarily in bad place, it's got to a point where I would rather not be in the same room as him. I've been late for work waiting for him to leave as just his presence alone drains my entire spirit. Wow. Wow. The problem is that for years and years, I've always felt like it should only it should not be my place as a child in a situation to bring the issue to light. When I know for a fact, if I could feel the tension, so must he, so must my mum. Although I realise it's unfair to make her make it her issue. I've never understood why they wouldn't face it and try to resolve it or why it hasn't shown as a father 
he wants a better relationship with me or show any sign of accepting his faults as well as counseling i've spoken to relatives on both sides of the family about it and i've said a few things to my mum without saying too much i just feel like the issue is constantly being ignored or not taken seriously maybe being a headstrong person that i am perceived to be it's my dad's birthday this month which emphasizes my anxiety about this every year and I don't know whether I should stand my ground and continue to suffer undoubtedly a childish thing to do or should I find the courage to approach him and try to clear the air and if so how deep deep um yeah it's a weird one having family issues for a man that's in your house because Mm -hmm. you would feel like that presence alone would make it feel like oh you've got a dad but Mm -hmm. saying that I know so many people who their dad has never left. Their dad has always been in their home, but they still there's it's not it's mm-hmm. there's yeah. a weird relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. there's still this sort of strain. There mm-hmm. is not this like father and daughter love. Mm-hmm. They still definitely and have daddy issues, even though their dad mm-hmm. in the physical yeah. sense mm-hmm. is present. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the issue because your dad is only present in the physical sense. Mm-hmm. And also because you are an adult, you are seeing him as a flawed man. Exactly. And once you start seeing your dad as a flawed man, it's very hard to love him as your dad. Exactly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Because you're not not seeing him as like daddy. a oh, lot daddy. of people see man. their daddies so yeah. as like daddy like he can do no wrong Literally. and like I'm in the same situation I've never got to see my dad as daddy this like Mm-mm. all amazing man that's my hero I've always seen him as a very flawed man mm. and then it's always been quite hard for me to gain that kind of like oh that dad admiration or that mm-hmm. dad kind of love because I feel like oh you fucked up on so many levels mm-hmm. I can't even respect you as a man mm-hmm. and you know what's worse no, let alone no, as they a can, father they could put it together again they can they can basically patch up but they don't but they don't mm-hmm. yeah 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 exactly and i know exactly what you mean it's like being the child it's like should i be the one to make yeah. this up or mm. should he be the one to make this mm. up and sort of thing and like for me i've definitely struggled with that and i've had times mm-hmm. when i'm like you know what if anything happened to this man god forbid i'd feel like pure shit yeah that nothing that we didn't make it up mm-hmm. oh, like that like we didn't i didn't get to feel that about him so you know what if i was you and i was a situation when i lived in the house together what I would do, and this is my, this is this is a big thing to ask. I would ask him for us to go out, just me and him. Yeah. Mm. And as we're out, I'll just even if we're sat in a park somewhere, it doesn't have to be dinner or whatever. We're sat in a park, and I just be like, you know what, Dad, I've always felt very distant from you. Like mm. I watch how you are with my siblings, and I find it hard that I don't feel like mm-hmm. that towards you. Mm. And the conversation might not know go how you want it to go. Mm. It might be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you your child, mm. yeah, or whatever, whatever. And it, it might go how it when it's going. But like, you know what, I've clocked that too. Mm. How can we sort this out? Should we do this more often? Where we just talk to each other mm-hmm. and try to work it out but if it's never spoken about if you're avoiding him you feel like he's avoiding you this is going to carry on you're going, going to move out and then once you move out the relationship is going to be so strained mm. so we're going to affect your relationship with your mum and your siblings because mm. it will because obviously he's still in the life mm. so that would be my advice to you mm. yeah it must be so hard especially when you feel like everything else around you is going swimming swimmingly mm. and you're like the issue but like it's true what tolly said because most of us like you see your your parents as mum first or dad first, and then you, as you get older, you realise that actually that these are human beings. So yeah. I feel like it must be weird no, seeing your dad as a man first and not as as dads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you don't necessarily build that relationship. But I agree. I feel like it's the only way that's going to make you're going to find some sense of peace, regardless. Because, mm-hmm. like Tully was saying, if you guys go out 
go to dinner and make him pay for it and you have an amazing time and no sorry not that you have an amazing time but he really does open up that could be a win and that could be like the start of something mm-hmm. wonderful but if he doesn't at least you've tried and you've got you know, yeah, you tried, yeah. but I, I'm like a big a big advocate for no one should feel uncomfortable in their own home I can't imagine anything worse than feeling like uncomfortable in the place yeah. that you go to every day like yeah so any in, in any which way that you can try and find some peace like and it's a shame really he should be the the bigger person but i feel mm-hmm. like sometimes our parents they're Ooh, flawed, they're some, flawed. Our, our yeah. parents have they're very, very in more ways than exactly. they'll ever know and, and sometimes more i feel like because he's got the, the the relationship with the sibling sometimes parents i feel like they feel like okay, well, they've screwed up with you, but maybe they can make things yeah. better with the youngers, with the younger siblings, mm-hmm. and that's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he should be the one. But unfortunately, like our parents don't always know what they're doing. I yeah. don't know what your background is, but if you're a person of color, like you know, we struggle with these things a lot of the time. So, so yeah, I mean, oh god, I feel really bad for you because I just I can't imagine feeling uncomfortable yeah. in my own home. That's just, like my worst fear. But you, I just think you should just talk to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, just talk to him. Like. You've got nothing to lose. Talk to him on a talk to him on a level. Yeah. Level. And And at the moment it seems like you've approached a situation of everybody else but him. So Mm. you told your mum, you told your Mm -hmm. aunts, you told Mm -hmm. your families and things like that. And even you made a really good point about sometimes our parents go through stuff and all forget how it affects the children. Yeah. So I've been in situations where like all like I've known friends where it's like they're like their mum and dad have broken up, but nobody spoke to them about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's exactly. like, yeah. what the hell? Like, let a bitch know. yeah, like, yeah, can, yeah. Can, oh, like someone's got a new girlfriend, but mm. no one's told yeah, us about yeah. it. And we don't just... really give like, I mean, I'm speaking from an African background. We don't really give children respect. Yeah, like, you will tolerate what and we it's bring. So and bad. it's so bad, and it's so unfair because it's like, hello, like I'm a whole person that lives in that has to like deal with this new adjustment as well. Like, hello, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like they think that just because you're a child, quote unquote, that you can just adjust to any situation. But no, like you have thoughts and feelings like that's one thing that I'm definitely going to do better than my parents and yeah oh absolutely like oh this communication thing is going to happen like let's sit down and talk we're, about it as yeah, a family yeah. but we're going to have family like, talking oh, time yeah because meetings like yeah, we it? just have to especially if you said that he had an affair with someone else that was that's, like a family know, member traumatic like that is so traumatic. And okay, cool, oh, your mum forgave him, but no one's actually considering yeah. if you've forgiven him yet. Mm. And that's going to shape like your relationships with men as well. Like a lot of these things, they just don't really think about it. But oh, that's really traumatic, you know. I feel like I can't imagine like thinking like knowing that your dad's like done something like that to the woman that you love. Yeah. That's raised you. Like I'd be so resentful. Yeah. yeah and I think a lot of it is deep down with resentment mm. and that does not go away overnight. No. That takes you. Resentment take time. is... Wow. <sighs> There's still some resentment issues that I still have towards people. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, no, I need to let this shit go. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think talk to him. But yeah, I agree. Just talk to him. Cool. Next, Salema. Hi, girls. Just want to start with saying you're all amazing. Loving the podcast so much that I actually wrote in, <laughs> which I never do on any other podcast. Hey. This should tell you how much I, you girls impact people. Oh, Aww. Thank you. Thank you I have been in, a, in an exclusive relationship with my bae for over nine months. Okay. I fell head over heels for this man. Okay. We text every single day. He lives in London, but I live in Kent. Long distance. Being only 30 <laughs> minutes by train away from central London, though I initially thought I would be seeing him and enough but not too much we can't meet up on the weekends because he says he's he is with his daughter since he is a single dad and now we only see each other once every three four weeks fuck that buff. <laughs> cannot lie to you what? fuck that anyway <laughs> the mother apparently is definitely out of the picture living a new life with her partner and kids in a different country in his house no i'm joking um in a different country we've always been intimate but never at his house 
because mm. that's where his baby mom is. <laughs> and when wow. he is finished, he never spends the night full-time single dad, mm. full-time also boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. He made work excuses for my birthday. Mm. So I didn't see him then. And Excuse he me? has gone missing for five days on a couple of occasions. Mm. <laughs> Take it from me, from me, sorry. His reasons, his reasons, family emergency, and he was out of the country and left his phone behind. How do you leave your whole phone in 2018? But mm. he was on Snapchat, I bet though. I told him, please just don't ghost me. Fast forward to now, three months later, I haven't heard from him in two weeks. You're not scared for anymore. <laughs> and I know I've been definitely ghosted. Now, during one of our romps, I went through his romps. wallet and took a picture of his license. I found his real address. Is that address. even his real name? Oh, wait, shit. Go on. I found his real address and also I found out he lied about his age. He's actually 19 years older than me instead of 12 years, he told me. Yeah. Now, now he has the party... No. Now he is the party that wooed me, chased me, promised me he had no problems with our age gap, 12 years. Wanted to be exclusive, build a connection with a stable foundation and told me he loved me first. So it's no wonder I fell in love with him. I'm all over the place emotionally and I can't move on. I get really down because I want to talk to him and I love and miss him. My question is, I know his address. No. Should I pop up on him? No. And if I do, what do I say? No. I desperately need closure, but part of me wants to hold on. He might take Back he and he might have a <laughs> perfect logical explanation for, this, for his absence. But if I pop no. up on him, he would never want me to, want to be with me again. How sad! But then again, my re- I'm really angry and want to know Wagwan. I'm so embarrassed that none of my friends know about the ghosting, Aww. and I'm stuck. Please, girls, I really need your help and support. Your loyal listener. Um, first of all, he's gone. He's the, back to his girlfriend. It's not yeah. the ghost; it's the holy ghost. 19, <laughs> Nineteen years age different. That's ninety no, years age different. This woman that lives abroad lives that's in his a house. Wife and kids yeah. situation. That, that motherfucker's probably married with yep. kids. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. Never in his house. Never stayed over. I mean, the clues, the proof, the proof is. I promise in. you, if my man had a house and never stayed, let me stay over. Are we're breaking up. Exactly. Yeah. We're breaking up. That's like red flag numero uno. Why like, can't you stay around here? Exactly. But like, there's so many red flags. Like, first yeah, you're of all, my man. No, why can't no you stay around here? Why can't I ever come to your house? Why can't? No, but why is your man ghosting on you for five days at a time? Like, why are if you I going on holidays? My man's in two weeks. We're not together anymore. Two, absolutely yeah, not. Broken up. Or you've died. Or you've died. Because from time I know, you can be okay. With two weeks of not knowing how I am, how he's I've been, what I've been up, up with he's her. not okay yeah. because he's no, living his child. other, he's, he's living his other life. His, yeah. So basically, maybe he was going for a rough patch yeah. with his wife. He thought, let me try something new. He realized, oh, you know, I'm, what I'm doing is mad. What I'm doing is wrong. Oh wait, let me go back. How long was it? Nine months. She was pregnant. Something she was pregnant and something happened, and now he's gone back to his wife. All I know is that he's got a relationship and he's left you. Yeah, even if he has got a relationship, he's left you. This relationship is over, and sis, I beg you, if he tries to come back, please don't have it because there's no excuse good enough for what he's. And please don't pop up on him. No, no, don't. It's not even worth it. it. It's just too much energy. The guy lied to you about how old. No, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't. I don't have the fucking energy. You already know what the answer is. All you're gonna do is drive by. You know, like in the films and the. The person's in the car and she's driving by. 
and she sees the window and she sees him in the family and they're all saying prayers saying prayers over the family dinner and he's helping little Tommy with his homework that's all you're going to see if you drive by you're only going to make yourself even more look at you saying you're crazy like that the thing is it's mad because women always say they're crazy like that but you don't never know how crazy his wife is exactly so you're like you know what I'm mad him yeah me I'm crazy I'm a crazy bitch I'm gonna pop up and fuck shit up his wife can beat even daylight out of you like I will never just drive by and pop up no it's not me just no. see it Get your clothes Before he comes out I've seen in the morning So he's taking his wife To work And his kids you know to school I mean? Nah Nah no, I don't think that kind of pain that, so. Let me just imagine He's a bit lying to you About how old he is He's a liar Yeah he's a he's liar. liar For he's your liar. own peace of mind You're a liar He's a liar I saw him I see through him He's a liar He says one thing to someone And one thing to someone else Because he's a liar He's a fucking liar And it's horrible When you really like someone And stuff like that I don't even want to Undermine your feelings Nine months is nothing though For your own For your own peace of mind Please just move on From this situation Leave it out uh, rip up the paper that you've got the picture delete the picture yeah, of his thingy yeah fuck him man he's, yeah. a, he's a liar and a cheat and a dog yeah I, don't, I didn't get good advice from him he's full of shit yeah definitely I mean them excuses there it's full of shit alright cool. shit anyway um, next, next animal Hi ladies, first things first, I just have to say how much I love you all individually. It's so weird how I can relate to all your personalities, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. I appreciate this podcast more than you can ever imagine because you guys actually speak on things I find difficult to share with people and it's nice to know I'm not alone. So thank you all for being unapologetically yourself. Yes. Okay, I don't have a dilemma, just in need of some advice. I'm currently at uni doing some night classes studying biomedical science. Biomedical science, science, you know. You lot are so smart. It's so amazing. I love the subject, but it's not my calling in life. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It's okay. It's It's fine. It's fine. It's It's okay. You know, you're still young enough to dip in and out. Um, I love the subject, but it's not my calling in life and (laughs) that I know already. But I'm going to finish the degree because my mother will not rest, honestly. That's good. It's always good to have that under your belt anyway. Anyway, I know... Um, now I know I really want to get into the personal assistant role but I'm having no luck so my question is to Audrey how do I transition from being a receptionist to a PA I've applied for three I've I have applied for even trainee positions but no avails and it's starting to bother me I hope this wasn't too long ladies and thank you for making my Wednesdays brighter do you know what I always find it so weird when people tell me that they want to be a PA because it's like um not because I don't love it, but because I just always think it's one of those jobs that people don't actually aspire to. So I always feel like, kind of like, oh. um, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Okay. So first of all, when you get the position as a receptionist, which I'm sure you will get, there's always so many um, positions available for those roles. I think the first and foremost, I think that you should think about the industry that you want to work in because that's what I did like when I got my receptionist role I purposely targeted eight like media agencies because I knew that I wanted to be in that environment so Mm. when I got it I just went ham so in my job I was on reception for about eight months before my boss offered me the position um, wow because I know I just went in but I think the only reason why I was able to go in is because I love the environment it was fashion luxury fashion and um luxury luxury fashion and yeah and um and jewelry and stuff like that and it was really really dope so I really really stepped up and I just feel like when once you do get that position just go ham like obviously being receptionist like your main priority is answering the phones and just like being the face of the company and obviously meeting and greeting guests but you can do so much more during like during the hours where those things aren't happening so just make your presence known and then 
obviously if a position comes up then you can transition and I feel like companies do like to hire internally anyway so if they've got someone mm. that they know and they trust yeah and you've kind of showcased that you've that you've got the skills and the willingness to learn then I don't see why it can't happen for you but if you don't want to go down that route of being a receptionist you don't have to that was just the route that happened to work for me I wasn't trying to be a PA it just kind of happened and I'm still here but like you can apply for um, team assistant roles. That's a really good way to start because it kind of goes like team assistant, PA and then EA kind of thing. So start as a team assistant as well. Like you don't really have to have much experience um, to do that role. You just need to let them know that you're really organized and that you're a team player and that you're willing to help. So there's multiple ways that you can get into the PA world if you really, really want to do it. But the receptionist way is a good way to, is definitely a good way to start. But yeah, also apply for team, team assistant positions. And I think that you should be, I think you should be fine. There's always roles like if you want like email back and I can send you some of the websites that I've used in the past to get jobs where like there's always loads of jobs and they specify in like PA positions team assistant positions and stuff like that so if you're still interested send another email and I'll send and I'll reply hit her up hit her up okay next dilemma hey guys first of all I want to say thank you so much for the podcast I'm based in Scotland and there are about three black people here <laughs> So it's amazing to have something I can relate to as my white friends can't relate to being a black female in the UK or growing up in an African household. Anyways, my dilemma. I've recently turned 25 and I'm scared my time is running out and I'm wasting time. You're not. I've never known what to do as a career, but due to standard pressure from my African parents, I chose a random course and went to uni. Of course. (laughs) parents are so they just call stress they're so stressful of course I have no passion so therefore dropped out and didn't graduate and got a dead-end job which I'm still in four years later I still don't know what I want to do one thing I know is that I can stay I can't stay in this job much longer Mm. second half of my dilemma is my boyfriend uh, another stress in life (laughs) get rid of him I got him man how long you had that problem my boyfriend okay do it with me i got a man i'm not trying to hear that b i got a man banger okay second half of my dilemma is my boyfriend i've been with him for two years we met at work and he's my first love however even though he's never physically cheated on me he's been caught out speaking and messaging and meeting up because they cheated inappropriately to other girls on numerous occasions and some of these girls have been from work look at the fucking disrespect are you fucking taking the fucking piss my work work with no that's that's low that I have to see every fucking day even if I break up with you that's embarrassing they know we were together okay cool cool <laughs> and his excuse when I caught up. him out is either he got caught up in a situation and another excuse was because I was on a five day holiday in America and I wasn't giving him attention oh, oh. so he cheated with your co- okay. okay continue so man went to the staff party and I weren't even present do you know what I mean because I went on holiday for five days <laughs> Five days. Fucking disgusting pig. He needs and he needs help. Anyway. Fucking go. So now he's talking about marriage and mortgages. He needs to fuck Uh, off. He needs to he needs to get some (laughs) therapy for his addiction. (laughs) How about it? But I also got the fear that one day he would cheat. He will. He will. He's already 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 cheated. And I'm scared I'm starting to resent him more than love him. You are. Mm. Anyways, 
I'm sorry if this is really long, it's but not. I love your uh, opinions and advice as I think I'm going through a downward spiral and I think both of the situations are starting to affect my mental health. Mm. Okay. Dies for these men. Let's get the easy one out of the way. Your boyfriend can suck he his mum. He's a weight. With a straw. Um, move, man. Like, what's this? No, no, oh, no. Oh, no, the 500 day, you're, you're, you're saying you're cheating. Is he, he all right? Okay, so you... How do you know he hasn't physically cheated? How do you know? He has. How do you know? He has. How do you know? He 100% He's been dogging bitches. Sorry. sorry. Do you know, I know it sounds really dumb because cheating is disrespectful, but there's cheating and there's, there's fucking disrespectful cheating. Yeah. Your colleague. I know it sounds like, no matter what, it's disrespectful. Yeah, of course. Of but course. there's levels. There's doing it with a girl that I've never met before in my life and I has no idea seen. who I am and I'll never see. And there's doing it with girls I work with. So they're now using me to chat. Wow. Over a tea break Exactly, <laughs> so exactly. During a tea break They're there chatting about me Oh yeah. you, you see Noreen's girlfriend Boyfriend exactly. Was out with Claire the other night Do you know how embarrassing God that is? forbid Because do you know what yeah Connie I feel like it's even worse Than like someone in your circle God forbid mm-hmm. Because those are people That you have to see every day Every And day. just like Taraj You said in, in Baby Boy You're giving these bitches Reason to laugh at me Yeah literally Like Oof. you cannot do that Like you cannot Cheat with my colleagues Like do you understand The level of disrespect so That do is Through Slack And they were talking about me Through Slack Or literally. whatever form you man use Yeah Am I That's a fucking dickhead Exactly So there And then that person Will still be set, Have to cheat to be like As per my last email bitch Yeah Because yeah. she's Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. She's you gonna think, ask her my last email. You. Every email she emails you, your figures are just coming back wrong on the spreadsheets because she's and, fucking. Uh, your and man. these things absolutely go hand in hand. I'm sorry, this man is weighing you down, and when you're really stressed about one thing, like you can't, you, you can't, can't focus. You on can't focus on the this other. This nigga's stressing you out here, and then you're not. You've now got life yeah. issues. Dump this weight. Dump, Dump him. him ASAP. He's unnecessary. I way. guarantee you things will feel better. Like I said, seesaw. You're saying this guy's talking about mm. marriage. Seesaw. Absolutely what you saw in your relationship, him. you will see Amen. your marriage. It's, Amen. You're going to see. It's going to mm. be a seesaw roller coaster. Don't get into exactly. that. It's mad. In terms of he's, your life and feeling like you're not. talking about marriage? That's even making me mad. It's always, it's always it's a mad guilty. one. It's, it's a guilt. What the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry I cheated. Marry me. What do you mean? Um, In terms of like the life situation, that's just oh, excuse me. bless you. Thank um, you. Um, I, I understand, like, you do it's again 25 is a very mm. weird age, and you feel like mm-hmm. you should be doing more of yourself. Like, like you said, you've never really found what you're deadly passionate about and yeah. what you definitely want to do. I think sometimes, again, excuse me if I think if you guys think I'm chatting shit, I think sometimes passion is overrated. I don't think everybody in the world yeah. is going to be lucky enough That's to find something they're passionate point. about. I can't oh lie. I don't think it's a luck that everybody's going to have. And there's also, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I feel like that's such a great point that you've raised, Talani. Because... Oh, like, Talani! Yeah. Oh, wow. That was serious. Like, basically, just to echo on from what you're saying, it's so true. Like, I feel like... Now, because we're in this era of everybody feels like they have to be entrepreneurs and everybody feels like they have to have mm-hmm. this and they have to have a platform and they have, like everyone feels like they have to be doing multiple things. And like now it just seems like just having a job is frowned upon. Like your passion can be something that you do on the side. And that's like how I've always run my life. Like I've always had my PA job. That's my nine to five. It's how I make my money. And I just do other things on the side. So you can find your passion outside of work. Like your passion and how you make your money don't have to go hand in hand. Like, but I don't think you should stay in a job that you're unhappy and unfulfilled in, but you yeah. can definitely find another job that pays you and it can just be your job. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, and you find happiness nothing. elsewhere. Yeah, your happiness can come from like, I know avenues. you do spend a lot of time. No one's 
saying you should be in the place where you're miserable, but Definitely you don't not. have to be. Sometimes I feel like I'm slowly becoming an advocate. Do you know what that saying is like, do what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. Mm. Fuck that shit. I don't believe it anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because I fucking loved writing. Mm. I fucking loved it. It was my life. <laughs> and I did it as a job. And now it, it literally, kind of like it's ruined, ruined it, it for me. It for it is, yeah. for, so when I write now, there's a pressure to it. It's yeah. not a hobby anymore. Mm. It's, it's not even my best stuff anymore because mm. it's a job. It's, it yeah. needs yeah. to feed me, You've especially when we exactly over your shoulder. It's like. very, very long, especially when I'm in the place now because I'm freelancing and I have to pitch oh. stories. And I feel like everything I have to pitch has to do with my blackness. Mm. Where and before you could just write what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And like having to constantly write about my blackness and having to constantly write about trauma so I can feed myself mm. is very fucking yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was something being reminded. Yeah, and that's yeah. something I love to do. I love to write, but now that's kind of been like ruined for me. So, and even like that aside, I just don't think everyone's going to have the luck to find their passion. And like, mm. are we even the luck? I don't like, maybe, so I've met people that are like, I don't actually care about that many things. Yeah, it took me a while to read as well. She's super like, passionate about everything. There's not like, many things um, I really care that much about. And I'm either, like, okay, that's fine. This podcast. Yeah. Like, do you know what? And it's like, because I used to work with a guy, yeah, and he was a finance guy. And honestly, he did the same job for 10 years. It's okay and to he be wasn't remotely, remotely interested in a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> he did not give two shits about you know, a promotion. It's weird. I'm weirdly very jealous of people that are content. No, honestly. Because I feel like I chase content. All like, the yeah. time And I'm never happy Something like, happy Something else needs to happen For me to be happy yeah. So I, I'm jealous of he that He was just like I don't want a fucking pay rise <laughs> He's like I want to come in at nine I'm going to leave at five <laughs> I'm going to know exactly that, How much is coming In my bank account And I'm happy to take My yearly pay rise But on the side He plays snooker Yeah like exactly And he, loves, oh. and he loves it And like He used to like Go on these snooker tournaments with his, yeah, And like, come sick. back to the office And show everybody The pictures and the trophies and, and that's where His passion was So you know The there's nothing wrong with if that. If you're feeling like unfulfilled, get a new job in it. Yeah, definitely. Even get, get a new, new job because this guy's even rubbish your name in that yeah, workplace. Yeah, you need to leave there. <laughs> you need to leave there anyway. Start reapplying. You need to pick up something in the printer and they're talking about it. Yeah, you. start start reapplying. But like, yeah. Just, cut the dead weight. Cut the dead yeah. weight. of let him go. Uh, he's the he's the stress. I don't even What song is that? You might, let not, even him hate go. Your, you might not even hate your job that much. It might be him. him. It's just him. him. You might flourish as soon as you leave. Honestly, a bad relationship will have you all the yeah, way fucked because up. Because a bad Trust relationship me. will start making you think you hate every other aspect of, of your, your life. life. Yeah, because that one thing is going bad. Yeah. It's long. But if he leaves, you never know. You might start going hard at your job and the next thing you know, promotion. You just you just never know. I'm not saying don't leave your job. because I mean, it could be two completely separate things. But I do think that this guy has got a lot to do with your unhappiness at the moment. So, yeah, cut him loose. Cut him loose. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Your man has got to go. You need to cut it. Next dilemma. Okay, next dilemma. Hey, y'all. I'm a new listener. I love when they say y'all because I can always tell they're American. Can you do it in an American accent, please? I can't do an American accent. (laughs) What? I just cannot. Hey, y'all. I'm a new listener and from America. So I'm gutted I won't be able to see y'all live. You I love wonder. y'all. Trust we'll come me. to America. We got hair spa. Y'all see yeah. us live, bitches. One day. You guys will see us. You are amazing. And I feel like I've gained three new friends since I started listening. Keep oh, being yeah. amazing. Thank you. Thank you I've gotten to listen to all the episodes. I haven't gotten to listen to all the episodes yet. So I'm not sure if you talked about this before, but I have a dilemma and I've been struggling with for a while. My apologies for the length. Uh, after about five years ago, when I was 18 and in my final year of high school, I started dating this guy. He was a year younger than me then, and that he was a year younger than I, and he was quite popular with a group of my friends. I'd never had a boyfriend before since I'd gone to an all-girls school before high school and was socially stunted. He was very attractive and flirty, 
And being the first boy that had given me an attention in that way, I felt quickly. It started wonderfully, but the relationship quickly became primarily physical. As soon as we had started hooking up, it was just very much friends with benefits, but I was already emotionally invested. Fast forward to the end of summer, I lost my virginity to him, ended up to and headed off to university. We talked pretty much every day, but when I was at home during the breaks, we would just sneak him and have sex rather than go out on dates. As you can guess, this is an incredibly unhealthy relationship, Mm -hmm. especially since he was very emotionally abusive and manipulative. Uh -uh. Mm. Throughout the two years we were together, he made me feel like shit all the time that he only kept me around because he was horny. Fucking hell. However, he always knew how to sweet talk me and because he made me feel so insecure about myself, I didn't want to leave him. He even asked my friends to hook him up with Excuse me. Uh, you he even asked my that. friend to hook up with him and not tell me, and I still stayed. I'm not the most attractive girl, and because he was the first guy to show interest in me, I thought he was the only one who would ever like me. He made sure it stayed that way. After ending it with him, he started seeing a girl, but never told me because he was still trying to get with me when I was home. I hooked up with a long term friend, an old crush who was at university with me. Because he was in my bad, because he was in a bad place, and with his mental health, he completely shut me down. After we hooked up, and only re- reinforced my low self-esteem. Now I'm 23, and three years have gone by. I haven't been in a serious relationship since, and I usually don't get to know the people I have sex with that well. I know it sounds slutty. My dilemma: How do I get over the emotional damage my first two experiences with guys have done? I've tried going to therapy, but one. I've only had bad experiences in two. I can't afford it because American healthcare is awful. Mm. Yeah. I feel like no one ever wants to properly date me in order to protect myself. I want to get close. I'd never want to get close to anyone. Please let me know if any of you experienced this or have any tips. Thanks. Um, Yeah, it's a hard one. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about these disgusting, emotionally abusive guys. Like, disgusting. honestly, and it's becoming a recurring thread. So this is something that's obviously global because... And they you know, think because they're not America. physical, they're not abusive. Yeah, but it's so like, manipulative. words cut so deep. And mm-hmm. like, honestly, like if a guy is... If you get even a hint of that coming in a relationship, please, I beg you, ladies, do not stay. Because you only grow and get worse. Like, there is absolutely no reason why you should be dealing with any guy, whether it's a situationship, whether it's Mm -hmm. a friendship, whether it's a relationship, Mm -hmm. and he should be trying to knock your self-esteem. Like, there's Mm -hmm. no reason for that. There's no reason why no man should be telling you that you're unattractive and that you can't get anyone else, you can't do any better than me. You're fucking mad. In 2018, where there's Tinder... And I think it's definitely a way to like keep the girl down and keep the girl Absolutely, around. because they're yeah. insecure. Yeah, and be like, oh, look, I, you're, you're lucky I'm even talking to you. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know what? I read a verse. I read something very interesting. It was by Gabrielle, the one that's in Precious. Precious. Oh, um, Sidibe. Yeah. So she wrote an essay in this book I'm reading and she spoke about how she used to... Um, date this guy this like latino guy and like he would just sleep with her but in public he would completely act like he doesn't know who the fuck she is like he would like call her ugly in public or whatever whatever but he was still like in the background Mm. like sleep with her and booby but yeah but then in thingy and so that, that reminded me of that basically um in terms of dealing with the emotional abuse 
it just has to be I think okay so I think people preach I preach self-love a lot and blah 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 blah. Mm. but I think there's actual like steps and exercises you need to take to feel like you are worthy like it's easy to be like you're beautiful it's fine you're gonna be okay fuck what he said or whatever whatever but I feel like there's actual like exercises and practices because when someone's consistently told you Especially when people know your insecurities They love to Mm -hmm. use that against you Mm -hmm. So if you know somehow that you maybe don't feel attractive He's definitely going to tell you Oh you're ugly anyway Blah 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 And that's going to reinforce that insecurity that you have already That's coming from someone you love Yeah exactly exactly. And it's really really hard to not let someone you love and care about Say things about you and not Mm. let it stick Mm -hmm. Because it's going to stick You're going to feel like shit And Honestly, in terms of trying to get over emotional abuse, I wouldn't say I've ever been emotionally abused. As things been said to me that stuck and it's negative, yeah, absolutely. But I don't feel like I've ever been emotionally abused. Mm. Yeah, mm, I'll go back to saying that quote that I said in episode, I don't even know. If you live by a man's compliments, you will die by his criticism. Like, oh girl, Mm. oh girl. Like, that is mad but like mm. i would always put my value place my value on other people's on men's uh thoughts Opinions. of me mm. so like when let's say for instance something as small as oh i really don't like that top i'd go and change and make sure he loved it and mm. you know that it was what he wanted to see and stuff fuck that are you mad so what when you leave now i'm the one on the floor dying crying Mm-mm. no no you need to and even the self-love thing like it's so, it's so much easier said than done because it's of so difficult it like, yeah, it's not easy at all even i sometimes i wake up in the morning i'm just like really like is this my life mm. but um yeah do, what what steps do you take actually what is the way to, to yeah. feel like like a better about myself? Yeah, it's like I I, I do weirdo shit. Like like <laughs> I will, like I will literally like say self affirming things out loud. I have self affirmation cards, and I will say things out loud and how I feel. And also like I'm someone that's very like in tune with my feelings. Mm. I'm very aware of how I'm feeling and what I'm feeling mm. something. And when I feel something, I will actively do something to change it. So I don't know if you've realized, for example, I change my hair a fucking lot. And when I do that, it's, I feel away about something. Mm. And the first thing I do is change something physically mm. because I have power over it. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or I feel away, I'll change my room around. Yeah. I don't know these things about you, but in, in that moment, it helps me. It, does, it helps yeah, me yeah, gain yeah. power over something because over something, I feel like yeah. I'm losing power over something else. Yeah. And honestly, the more I do these episodes, the more I realize I need to fucking go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. the more I hear myself speak, yeah. it's like, fucking hell, Talani, you've got some issues that you haven't dealt with. Um, But, the emotion abuse thing You just have to Build your self-confidence And it's just kind of like mm-hmm. I don't think you should Get into any relationships At the moment I, I was just That's yeah. what I was going to say as well I don't Or think, look for love Or anything like that I think it's like healthy that. that you're sleeping with people Because I'm all for like Free love and sexual liberation And stuff like that But I feel like you have to have A clear mind to do that thing. Yeah And, and I feel like there. Where you are in your life right now Having sex with random people Is only going to make you feel worse yep. I feel like you need to Take this time out It sounds so corny and cliche But you need to take the time out To really do this work the, the work that you need to do to make yourself feel better and really cleanse your mind of this abuse that you've experienced because the same energy that it takes for someone to knock you down is the same energy that you've got to use to build yourself back yep. up. And it takes 
the same amount of time, you know? Yeah. So for as long as that guy was knocking you down, you need to say, take roughly the same amount Probably of time. Probably double to, like, to yeah, really even, like, Yeah, exactly. Because like, honestly, like, because for a long time, you're going to be faking it till you make it. Mm. But then eventually it becomes real and all of that shit takes time. So I don't think you should be sleeping around because trust me, you're going to feel lonelier than ever yep. when you're doing it with random strangers And because sleeping around is just a way you. to like... It's temporary. It's just like that moment. Yeah, yeah just that moment that, that intercapitation. Mm. Let me just do something and I'll be yeah. okay. And so blah, 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 blah. Yeah, definitely. You don't need any quick fixes. I think you need long-term solutions that are really going to help mm-hmm. you like move on from this and just traumatic do things experience. again, like the whole like self-loving and that sounds. Do things that enhance you in other aspects of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So whether it's read more because you find out mm-hmm. you're more educated, mm-hmm. you're more mm-hmm. smart, or like to get learn something new. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when you just like sure improve who you are as a yeah. person, your value, but you know that. My bad price is going up. Absolutely. Because my value is different now. Like I've got this under my belt. I've got this. You've got accolades. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So like build, yeah. Like so build yourself up in different aspects. If you don't feel... If there's something you feel like you can do to make yourself feel mm. more attractive, do mm. that. If you can learn more, if you can read more, Absolutely. if you can learn a new skill or something, I think sometimes that helps in building up who the Absolutely. fuck you think you are and who the fuck you rightfully are. Absolutely. Because you're the shit. I don't like the fact that you said, oh, I'm unattractive. Like, and you said no, that. So. No. Because like, it's made no, you feel like exactly. that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not, um, it's not true. Like, that's what someone has put in your head, you know? So, yeah, I agree. Like, find something and f- channel your energy elsewhere. And don't cut off men for a bit. Yeah, yeah, stay away from them. Yeah, because sometimes, like, as great as sex might be, I feel like using sex as a coping mechanism is very fucking flawed. Definitely. Okay, and guys. Okay, like, I'm definitely going home after this episode. So, <laughs> and just one more thing. So I feel like also you're more susceptible, whatever the word is, to attracting the same kind of guys. Uh-huh. Yep. Those guys, they can sense They sense women. it and they take mm-hmm. it. They take, yeah, and because the they thing is, know. with guys like that that are popular and the cool, they know that insecure women won't chat shit to them. Exactly. Because they're like, shut man, because you feel lucky. Mm-hmm. They feel lucky to mm-hmm. have you. That's why mm-hmm. they go, they seek out women that They don't want a woman that's got the confidence they have mm-hmm. yeah so that's why you really do need to build yourself up because what's going to happen is another guy is going to come in another predator is going to come in yeah and you're going to end up being in a revolving circle if you do not take that time out to really do you so stay away please stay i feel away like when you've it. gone for any bad relationship take time i yeah a strong advocate please. for taking time yeah unless, just you, unless the person that you meet is absolutely wonderful which they're usually not straight away <laughs> Um, take the time Take time bro take Like time. I purposely took two years I was like I don't even want to look at men mm. Yeah You need to You need to do that Just I take time Yeah And learn who the fuck you are And what you like And what you don't like Absolutely To be honest But yeah That is it That's true yeah. For this episode Of your receipts yeah. Um, As usual Thank you very much For listening mm-hmm. And as you know We have your receipts The receipts podcast And the receipts Of one extra Hey, hey, Yeah hey. Hello content for y'all mate. Content, content, content. So be sure to listen to all three if you want, if you ain't tired of us yet. Yeah. Um so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Is there any announcements? Just keep on listening to One Extra, obviously. Don't forget to get your shoes on Ego. Yep. The, and the sale as well. Like yeah, you can still get discounts, 20% bra, off on shoes sale shoes. And they're banging. So yeah, receipt 20 is the discount code. And um, yeah, send us your pictures and stuff like that. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for everything, guys. We love you. Love you. Love ya. Love for the love, my G's. Peace out, A-Town. We haven't done who we are. We haven't said who we are. Oh, shame. Gosh, Audrey. (laughs) Gosh. I'm delirious. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Um, It's been your girl, Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Ghana's Finest. And your mama, Sita Milena Sanchez. Okay. Peace out, A-Town Town. Do-do, do-do, A-Town.
okay. Do 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 okay. Do 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 yeah.